Well, hey there, homeschool mom. Are you homeschooling a difficult child and having many hard homeschool days? Does your child like to do whatever he or she wants? Maybe they just have a really strong personality. Maybe they're a born gifted leader that will be great one day, but right now you have to find ways to rein this little tyrant in. Is this you? Well, you have come to the right place today. We feel you. Today, we are giving you five homeschool tips for your strong-willed child so that you can stay sane. So listen in and be empowered. Hey, I'm Jenny Barr. And I'm Kim Godfrey. We're friends, former teachers, and homeschool moms ourselves who host the Homeschool Well podcast. We talk about topics that are important to homeschool moms so that you can be your child's best teacher. Hi there. Welcome to our newest episode. This is Jenny. I'm coming at you by myself today. We wanted to tell you about one thing before we get started today. We are doing a little giveaway for our listeners. You can enter to win a one-hour homeschool strategy session with Kim and I at the Homeschool Well. We can go over anything you need for the new year, like give you ideas for curriculum or give you a new plan, or we can give you some ways to catch up if you are behind in your curriculum, behavior ideas, whatever you need. You can enter to win at thehomeschoolwell.com slash giveaway 2023. You get a one-hour coaching session with us, and we're going to give you a family pack of Dwell Scripture Tattoos, which are exciting, fun ways for your family to learn scripture. They're really cool. In order to enter to win, you need to go to the homeschoolwell.com slash giveaway 2023. You need to follow the instructions on the page. Just listen to our podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And then upload the screenshot to us on that page. And we are going to announce winners the first week of 2024. So you just need to enter by December 31st, 2023. So we wanted to tell you about that before we got started today. But anyway, you are here to learn about five homeschool tips that you can do to help you get through your days and not just get through them, but actually have thriving homeschool days. If you have like a power hungry child, which I did. So my little strong old child is now 18, but we definitely had some tumultuous years along the way. And something I had to realize fairly early about him was that I can't really control him. I thought I could, but I really can't. I can only control myself. Um, And if you haven't figured that out yet, you will. Because have you ever tried making your child try to keep shoes on their feet? No, it's not going to happen. Have you tried to force your kid to eat something they don't want to eat? It's impossible, right? They'll spit it right back in your face. You can't actually make them do anything. You can only control yourself and change the circumstances around them to be unpleasant if they choose not to obey you. God has given all of us free will and your strong-willed child wants to utilize this gift frequently. So here's your five tips. Tip number one, frame your talk in a positive way. So are you constantly telling your child, if you don't do this, you won't get to blah, 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 fill in the blank. Yes, that's what I did too. I realized this when my son was about three years old. I felt like I was constantly telling him, do this or or you won't get this. And um, it, it really started to 
get to me. Strong-willed children are difficult and they frustrate most of the adults in their lives. And my son did when he was younger, especially they can frustrate the parents, obviously you coaches, grandparents, church teachers. I did have a church teacher say to my son, do your parents spank you? I guess they thought he was out of control. So, and yes, we did by the way, but it didn't really work. Um, anyway, Strong-willed kids are a challenge. And so think about all of the people that they're encountering on a daily basis and how they would be treated by adults who are constantly frustrated by them. And this dawned on me one day um, that people were constantly um, just frustrated with him. And what kind of life was that giving him? Every day, his day was filled with warnings and then promises that bad things were going to happen to him if he didn't straighten up. And I knew that I couldn't always change others in our lives, but since he spent the majority of time with me, I could definitely change myself. Instead of framing my talk in the negative, I could switch it around to the positive. So instead of saying, if you don't pick up these toys right now, you won't get to play outside. You can try this instead. If you want to be able to go outside, I need you to put these toys away in the next few minutes. So do you see the difference? Framing your talk in the positive keeps your strong-willed child working towards a goal. It's not a bribe, but it's positive consequences happening to them based on their behavior rather than framing everything as punishment or a negative consequence if they don't do something. So is there a place for negative consequences? Absolutely. I'm not saying that you should never have a negative consequence, but constant, constantly threatening them with our talk is not a life giving way to parent. And it's not always easy, but we can train ourselves to change the way we talk and in doing so change the environment for our kids. And it goes back to that verse actually that I just read. Um, we're not here to crush their spirits. God has given them to us for us to raise them in the way they should go and with the gifts that he has given them. So that is tip number one, frame your talk in a positive way. Tip number two is to give choices. And I have to say, this tip is the best tip. This is the one I use all the time. When I came home from college and worked at a summer camp, we were trained on this strategy to give the children at this after-school care and summer camp choices. Um, it's a game changer. And I have used it in every single situation that I am in with kids. I've done it with my first graders. I've done it in church classes. I've used it in my home with my kids. I've even used it on my husband, um, respectfully, of course, Shh, don't tell him, but it just gives people control. Strong will kids want control. So why not give it to them? The key though, is just giving it within boundaries. So when you give choices, you're letting them know that they do have a say, but it's still within reasonable boundaries that I am a parent am setting for them. So for instance, um, these are just some examples that you can do in your home or in your homeschool. Some things that I've said to my kids are time to do some reading. Would you like to read on the couch or in the hammock? Or you can say, I need you to try these last three math problems. Would you like to do them on your own? Or do you want me to sit here while you try them? Another one is we're going to finish this chapter book. Do you want to read the first page or do you want me to start reading? I've even said to my kids, it's time to clean up. Would you like to do it now or in five minutes? And of course I always choose five minutes, but that's fine with me. I, I wanted them to clean up within the next five minutes anyway. So it's fine. 
you're just stating what needs to happen, but you're letting them control a little bit. And it's just a win-win. And I know what you're thinking. This always comes up because this does come up when you're giving choices. What if they choose something that's not a choice? So if you give your kid a choice and say, it's time to do some reading, would you like to read on the couch or in the hammock? And they say, I'm going to read in the car on the way to the park. You say, no, here are your choices. Would you like to read on the couch or in the hammock? And if they choose something that's not a choice again, then you just say, okay, I'm going to choose one for you now. Done. You say it matter of fact, and you move on. And they might throw a fit and you just go on and you just do what you said. And the next time they might make the right choice. So that's tip number two. Tip number three is to avoid talk that can be argumentative. So things like you need to do this, or you have to do this. This is what you never say to a strong-willed child. You need to blah, blah, blah. In their mind, they don't need to do anything. And they will argue with you every single time because they don't need to do it. In their mind, they think everything's fine. I don't need to do this. So a better way to frame your talk is to say, I need you to... And then fill in the blank. I need you to clean up your room right now. I need you to unload the dishwasher. They can't argue against this because it's true. I do need them to unload the dishwasher. So enough said on this one. You just need to say it in a way where they can't say, no, I don't need to. I'm fine. Right? That was tip number three. Easy peasy. All right. Tip number four is to stay calm and never let them see you freak out. And this is easier said than done. I know, but this is funny. Another homeschool mom who was ahead of me and her parenting journey was the one who told me this tip when my oldest was a toddler and her oldest of four was a strong-willed child and had done some crazy things as a teenager and had even jumped out of a car once. Um, And it had just made her parents crazy. And this girl is now a high powered attorney, by the way. But um, I was so grateful for this advice she gave me. And this is where the power of community really comes in. Because when you have people who have gone ahead of you, who are a couple steps ahead of you, this is where other people help so much. So um, back to this tip, though, your kids might do crazy things, but you have to just stay calm. And this was such good advice. And I'm so glad she told me like when my kids were little, because I, I thought about it so much, um, as my kids grew up, you are the adult, you are the parent. Many times your strong little child will say and do things just to get a reaction out of you. That's what they do. That's their power, right? They love power. Always stay calm, take deep breaths. If you need to pray in your head before you speak, but never freak out, right? Simple, but not always easy. All right, tip number five, be prepared for your strong-willed child to sometimes choose the negative consequence. So if you've told them this is what needs to be done, so such and such can happen, sometimes they just choose not to do it. So this tip was something that I really needed to learn and it, it kind of shocked me when my child would choose to take the consequence and I could see him like thinking about it, like, hmm, am I going to do what she says or not? All right. I'm not. I'm taking the consequence. Right. 
I was a shy, compliant child. I just did what I was told. I didn't like getting in trouble. I didn't like getting yelled at. I didn't like getting punished. But my kid, complete opposite of me. He has thick skin. He's not easily ruffled. And he's been known to accept negative consequences because the benefits of what he wanted to do were worth taking that consequence in his eyes. So if you're like me and you have a kid that's a strong-willed child, just be prepared for this. Don't try to save them from making the bad choice. Remember, you can't control them. Sometimes we just have to let them choose their path and suffer the consequence if they so choose. And it's difficult to watch, but they get to choose. You have to respect that about them. And even though it can be shocking for for us as their mom who are older and wiser to watch them crash and burn, it's still their choice. So those were the five tips. I'm going to read over them one more time. Number one was frame your talk in a positive way. Number two, give choices. Number three, avoid talk that can be argumentative, like you need to, and you have to. Number four, stay calm. Number five, be prepared for them to choose the negative consequence. And then actually I have a bonus tip right here. And you know what? It's just to pick your battles. Pick your battles. Listen, mom, not everything has to be a battle. You don't need to control everything either, right? Maybe you're the strong-willed child too, right? Are you strong-willed? Do you feel the need to control everything? You're going to battle with your child if you think that everything has to be controlled. Strong-willed children want freedom and you have to give it to them in as many ways as you can. Let them pick out their own clothes, even if they don't match or they look like they're homeless. Let them choose their destiny as much as possible and reserve your rules and your nose for the times when it really, really matters. It's much more impactful that way. And you're not constantly fighting with your child. So we hope that this helped you today. And this empowers you to actually take some very practical steps in dealing with your child every day. It is so amazing. God will teach you so much as you raise this powerful, little opinionated human being. And um, really our goal is to try to keep the relationship with them while we are carefully and respectfully guiding them along the path that God has for them. We hope these tips make it easier for you to enjoy their big personalities and all the time that you have with them. God made you their mother for a reason. So embrace it, embrace it. They are your baby. And if you find yourself just really struggling to implement some of these behavior strategies in your home or any other things that you're trying to establish in your home or what kind of curriculum is best for these kind of children or how you should set up your day so that you can avoid power struggles as much as possible, we are here to help you. This is the absolute power of finding a community of other moms who are just a few steps ahead of you in their journey, who can guide you and give you encouragement and have answers to probably every single thing that you need because we have been through it. So we encourage you to prayerfully consider our homeschool help for moms. We have the homeschool well community that we meet weekly and you can get your questions answered. We meet live on zoom We also have classes for moms in our community where you can learn to set up behavior strategies in your home 
or set up your day. And we can help you with any of that because we, we have, um, we have been through it, mom. We get it. Besides other moms and a community of moms who will help you, we also want to tell you about a couple of our favorite resources for parenting strong-willed children. And these books were really awesome. One of them is You Can't Make Me, But I Can Be Persuaded by Cynthia Tobias. Amazing book. Um, another one is Parenting with Love and Logic. And the third one is really any of Kevin Lehman's books. He writes, get a new child by Friday or something like that. Have a new child by Friday. Any of his books were really great in parenting too. He's very matter of fact, he parents with humor. So all of those helped me with my own child and um, helped me along the way in keeping a relationship with him and trying to parent him as we go. So we pray that this podcast blesses you. If you want to read the blog, we have a blog on it too. You can go to the homeschool.com slash blog and um, just be encouraged. We will talk again soon. Bye. Are you looking for a place to connect with other homeschool moms? Well, we have a platform where members gather to support each other throughout their homeschool journeys. Moms, just like you. We even have a spot for your kids to interact online in privacy and safety. So head over there and start creating community. Thehomeschoolwell.com.